Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui with me, Candace, where I'll teach you classical feng shui, taking out the myths and superstition. So if you'd like short feng shui tips, as well as fun folklore tales, I think you'll enjoy learning feng shui with me. part one of my interview with Samantha Plovey from Chi Pro Sam. This was actually taken from an interview I did earlier in the year that was featured on my YouTube channel at, of course, Learn Feng Shui. If you did not get to check that video out, I'm excited to present the audio to you because Samantha Plovey is just full of insights and information and it was really just a pleasure to talk to. So um, I'd like to present to you Samantha Plovey from Chi Pro Sam's Samantha is a fellow feng shui consultant and an expert at Tai Chi. So I was so excited to speak with her and I really had a great time and I think you will enjoy this interview. So this week, no tip Tuesday and Folklore Friday, but I will supplement it with this awesome interview. So welcome to part one that focuses on Tai Chi as a martial art. Tai Chi is an anticipatory martial art. The idea is we sense what you're going to do and uh, take you down first. My Sifu's Sifu had a very great saying, and it was, um, if you hit me, I hit you first. Hey guys, how are y'all doing today? I'm so excited to bring to you this interview. I've been looking for some time for somebody to talk about the wonderful art form of Tai Chi. Tai Chi is actually part of a system that encompasses different art forms of Chinese metaphysics that's actually called Wushu or the five arts. So without further ado, I wanna welcome Samantha Plovey of Chi Pro Sam. Samantha Plovey is the lead consultant at Chi Pro Sam and the host of the mind-blowing Chi Pro podcast channel. A transplant from England over 30 years ago, Samantha lives with her husband, Rick, in Vernon, Canada, with their two children, Mackenzie and Spencer. With extensive training and 10 years experience, Samantha is skilled in feng shui, Chinese astrology, face reading, and the fascinating area of Chi Mandun Jiao and an appointed instructor of Tai Chi Chuan by Sifu Howard Katola of Raymond Chung's Tai Chi Chuan School. She loves educating her fellow colleague enthusiasts uh, and enthusiasts and guiding new learners through intricate pathways of metaphysics and Tai Chi Chuan, most often with a joke or two thrown in for good measure. A strong believer that laughter is the best medicine and that a smile is the key success for each day. Samantha enjoys crafting enlightening stories that bring education to life. If you haven't met Sam yet, you soon will. And once you have a Sam, you'll wonder how you ever got along with that one. And I think that's so true. <laughs> now that I've met you, I'm like, how did I not, how did we not connect before? <laughs> how did I miss Sam? How did yeah, I do that? Yeah. Thank you so much for a great intro. So and when you reached out to me, it was a no brainer. Absolutely delighted to be here and talk about anything and everything you want to talk about. Awesome. That's, I'm so glad to have you. So yeah, I was like, oh, yay, she, she's agreed to, to interview. So I'm so excited. Um, so part of um, feng shui, you know, mm -hmm. it's of course incorporates the five elements, but what a lot of people don't really realize is that all of it ties together and that feng shui is just a part of this five arts of Chinese metaphysics. And with Tai Chi being one of the arts. So Tai Chi is a martial art. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about Tai Chi? Uh, what exactly, what style do you practice? There's different kinds. Yeah, well, 
there's a lot we can talk about with Tai Chi, but I think the best thing I'll say is it, it resonates with my metaphysics practice as well, because as you know, in Feng Shui and Vatsa, we're looking at elements, we're looking at energy, we're looking at chi flow, we're looking at meridian points in a location and how we unblock them to create success. Tai Chi is the same thing with your body. So it's, it's called the ultimate exercise. So I actually practice and teach Tai Chi Chuan. Tai Chi Chuan just kind of means ultimate fist. And what it means is that Tai Chi is a very soft, gentle meditation in motion designed to unblock the pathways in your body, designed to generate good chi flow. Because if your body has good flow, there's no blockages, there's, there's less illness. I can't say no illness, but there's less illness. So a lot of people are familiar with Taoist Tai Chi. It's a great exercise as well, but it's very different from what I teach. It doesn't have a martial art element, so but there's more to it than that. Taoist Tai Chi, in my opinion, isn't the same. It's still wonderful if you're practicing it. I love that everyone's moving, but it doesn't have the precision and the finiteness, and sometimes there can be injuries. So it's, it's considered the ultimate exercise because in many ways, it's all you need to do. I don't believe in high impact. I don't believe in, um, I'm not a boot camp fan. I don't believe, I, be, I understand raising the cardio and lowering it, but I think this puts too much stress on the body. And there's a reason why we go, because <sighs> we're stressed. If we just learn to do things naturally, we will be far healthier. So yes, I'm very privileged to teach the system. I love it. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you on the boot camp stuff. I'm not a big like, strenuous, I've tried it. And um, to me, uh, I feel better if I'm doing like yoga or I've looked through some of your videos and I've, I've tried Tai Chi a couple times just through, uh, you know, just through watching some videos and stuff. And to me, it feels better than trying to strain. And so what, when someone's starting out, say somebody is not, they don't have the range of motion, is it for everybody who could start doing Tai Chi? Everyone. So I was sending you some links on my videos on my playlist YouTube channel, which I know you're going to share later. So I don't want to be selling something. I want to share this with people. Anyone can do Tai Chi. So I'm very fortunate. My Sifu Howard Katola has trained me extremely well. And we would go sometimes Well, as I was learning, we would go to old people's homes and we did Tai Chi sitting in a chair. And these people had their cognitive skills were already on the edge, right? This is a retirement home. Things were interesting. They followed along like that because it's natural and it makes sense. There's no forced movement. There's no stress to the body. There is nothing that we get a person to do that seems odd because it's a natural movement. It makes so much sense. It's like the real key of feng shui and everything that we do, you and I, it's logical. It makes sense. So I have taught, I don't actually teach children, but it can be taught to children, but all the, I teach adults from full range and the one where I live, I live in a community and I teach wellness Tai Chi here. So it's more about movement for health and for wellness. And we do some meditation and some things like that. But I also work with my other advanced colleagues and students and we do the full weaponry, which is the two man combat, the swords, the staff, all the things, the actual martial art application. It still never gets really hard though. Tai Chi is meditation in motion. So you mentioned yoga. A lot of people love yoga. So if you love yoga, definitely try Tai Chi. You may swing back to yoga. That's okay. Both are moving, cultivating chi and the whole thing. 
But if you're doing all the other exercises of a high impact, the whole thing, I used to do those. I was skinny as a rail. I was running mm. on air, basically. And I was stressing <laughs> myself out. And that's actually how I got into Tai Chi. I kind of became ill. I was exhausted. And I met my Sifu and he showed me immediately how to move the chi in my body. And it was like, it was like a lightning strike. And I thought, wow. So we consider ourselves steel wrapped in cotton wool. So our strength is there, but we do not show it. So a good example is um, people aren't familiar with the martial art aspect. So we all know karate and taekwondo, and we've heard these words in jujitsu and karate. And we see that strength. The person walks on and they're kind of like, you know, I'm a strong man. I'm a, I'm a master. I'm a black belt. I'm a this. You'll never see us walk in like that. But our strength is there. It's just hidden from you. From view. You don't need to see it. We, we're not threatening. We just know how to take care of ourselves. So it's, I love it for its softness. Talk to anyone who's done hard style, which is the jujitsu and all the things I've just mentioned. And they have a lot of aches and pains. Tai Chi just lets the body relax and lets the body breathe. It's just for everyone. So I just can't say enough. It's for everyone. Yeah. I was, I was very intrigued when you described it as a martial art because I, I, to me, I didn't think, and I think a lot of people don't really think of it as a martial art because it's such a soft movement. And I actually have done martial arts. I, I took with my kids a few years ago. Oh, cool. <laughs> and uh, you're right. Whenever you spar and, and stuff like that, I mean, you have bruises and you hurt. I think I broke my toe one time, you know, because of the impact. And um, I kind of held back after that because I thought I don't want to hurt myself. I just want the movement and the exercise. So I, yeah. Totally. You talk to anyone who's done any kind of hard style martial art and they were all yeah. going to tell you how they broke their pinky, their toe, their this, their that. Everyone has the story and the sparring. So we don't spar as such. We do something where we join with you. So some people will, will, will refer to it as push hands for that. It's not incorrect, but it's kind of incorrect. It's join. We call it join hands. And what it is, if we were in the same room, Candice, I would stand across from you and I would walk you through it. But we would basically put our hands up and we would join at the wrist, back wrist together. And basically I would learn, and we would touch on the forearm and I would learn to feel your energy. And then I'd teach you to start moving back and forth in a nice flow. And what I'm looking for is I'm actually reading your body as you do it. And I learn to anticipate when you're going to make a move because I will feel your skin. I will feel your uh, sinews move, everything move. And then mm -hmm. so Tai Chi is an anticipatory martial art. The idea is we sense what you're going to do and uh, take you down first. My Sifu's Sifu had a very great saying and it was, um, if you hit me, I hit you first. And what he meant was, if I'll, I will know if you're going to hit me and I will hit you first. But he would never hit anyone. He was super, super soft. That would be Raymond. And my Sifu is like a big teddy bear. But when he's training with me, when he turns it on, it's like a bolt of steel comes out of his arm. You know. So it's wonderful when you learn to harness the power and it's not going to hurt your body. I don't have any... I don't have any aches and pains from Tai Chi and all the, all the people I train with, my advanced uh, colleagues, they've all come from hard style and they've all ended up at Tai Chi. So for that reason, because of the softness, it really is great for people of all ages and people <laughs> that may have like, um, I know like the fibromyalgia and, and stuff like that, where they have a limited range. It really is perfect for them to start out with, of course, with their doctors. You know, yeah, <laughs> but doctors actually recommend it. Is that, is that doctors, right? Doctors recommend Tai Chi, especially when it's in a real class. And I do have to draw a little bit of a line and it's not just me, but I'm going to say if you're, you know, 
if your viewer, your followers are watching this, Candice, they want to do some research. Look for someone that, if they can't connect with me, look for someone that teaches Yang style Tai Chi. I don't need them to have massive certification. You could be certified up the yin yang. If you don't know what you're doing, if you have not caught the essence of Tai Chi, you cannot pass it on to other people. And my, one of my famous, not my famous, one of my people that I love or love to watch videos on is Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee understood mm -hmm. Tai Chi. He understood because his famous saying is be like water. Well, Tai Chi is a metal and water element. So he knew that the metal precision of martial arts could flow through the water. So, and he, you know, he was lightning fast, but he was soft. People could never tell where he was. Mm -hmm. He was a master. He was a true gift to the world. Most people learn Tai Chi for health and well-being. Mm -hmm. Only a few go on to the martial arts. And then they're surprised when they see me bring out my weapons. They're like, holy shit. Like, what is she doing? And I'm like, I'll just show you this. It helps people understand why. Because they'll say, why do you keep making my, put my foot here? Why do you keep lowering my arm? I want to put it here. And I'm like, okay, I'll show you the application in a martial art exchange. And then you'll see. And then they're like, oh, I'm never putting my arm up there again. I'm like, good. good. So it makes sense. You know, it's good to see. Yeah. People often ask, well, how do these exercises fit in our lives? And what they're really saying is, well, I go to spin class, I go to step class, I do these other things, I just can't fit this in. Well, if there's one thing you should fit in, it's qigong or qigong or the tai chi, because they need to become a priority. So really, it's a choice. I say to people, it's actually a choice on what you want to achieve. Tai chi, just the one short form, there's so much more. That short form done every day, it's all you need. So... As we get older, we don't need super muscles. We don't need to be a size four. What we need is health. And health comes from Tai Chi. When I've been in China, when I've been on my studies and touring around, every day, everywhere, they're doing Tai Chi. Everywhere. Actually, they're doing Tai Chi and Zumba, of all things. So you go through the parks, you'd be driving, we'd, run up, we'd be on our tour buses or whatever, and in the parks, you'd hear the, the little ghetto blaster and they'd be, there'd be a Zumba crew dancing here, and then there'd be a Tai Chi group going there. And I did some video last year, I put it on the Facebook page, I think it was. I watched a group in, we were at, um, I was in Queens, New York, and I went down to the park, and there was a beautiful group doing the sword, and it was exactly the form I do. So I was just kind of like, oh. I just stood there and I just watched them and it was great. And they gave me all, they came up and they gave me little Ferrero Rochers, but they insisted on holding them in their hands too for double happiness, right? It was so cute. It was so cute. I think they've, I think the East, what the Eastern culture has had, I'm going to say over us for a long time is they understood the slowness. Um, there's a, you know, in slowness, there's a, there's a saying that I thought it was my seafoods, but it's actually a saying, a mantra from Tai Chi and it's basically saying in slowness, there is speed. In stillness, there is motion. In softness, there is strength. And that is our mantra. And they, they got that. Whereas in the Western world, no offense, but we tend to want everything right now. You know, we're on our iPhone and we're like, God, it's taking like five seconds to load the page. What's wrong? You know, we are a little bit impatient. We want everything now. And we, we feel that if we're strong and we push through, we're going to be the best. Whereas the art of Tai Chi and, the, and all the, uh, those arts there, they understand the power of softness. The, you know, it's kind of like the hare and the tortoise, right? I mean, it's just softness will get you where you need to go.
in your approach, humbleness to other people, softness to other people. It's the way to go. When, when something's hard, it's argumentative. It's I'm right, you're wrong. Well, I always kind of turn the finger back and say, well, hold on, that finger needs to go in. And what is my role in this? What is, what is my accountability? And Tai Chi does that because it teaches you to still the mind. Now, somebody asked me, our question that often comes up is, oh, when we're doing Tai Chi, is our mind supposed to be completely empty? And I'm like, it might be for you. I thought that was the ultimate. And I remember going to my Sifu one day and saying, I'm doing it wrong because my mind is never empty. Like I, I go along, I lose myself, I float along and all of a sudden in pops a, you know, I've got to deal with something, in pops something else. And he just kind of laughed and he said, that's okay. He said, that means you're at the level where you, you're, your mind is ready to deal with those issues. He said, so deal with them. And I'm like, oh, so it's okay. And he's like, yeah. He said, everyone's going to be different. So no, you don't have to be good at turning your mind off because it's hard to do in this century, right? We're so used to these electronics everywhere that we don't shut down. Tai Chi helps you shut down. You know, I mean, I do teach it online, which means you have to watch a computer screen, <laughs> but that's for people that don't live near me. Other than that, you know, it's something you do outside in your room, you know, with someone. You don't need, you don't need an iPhone. You don't need anything. So it's, it's beautiful. And that's the kind of exercise we should be doing. We don't need to be yelled at. I remember going to a spin class one day and I'm loving it. And the woman's just yelling. And I'm like, would you stop yelling at me? You're pissing me off. So, and I loved spin class, but I was like, oh, I can't do this. I feel like I've been doing that for an hour. Um, I was exhausted and sweaty and probably fit, but uh, I'm fitter now with Tai Chi. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I tend to agree with that one. I tend to agree. Um, thank you for making me feel better about myself. Cause when I do yoga yeah. and stuff like that, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, Oh, you know, and I oftentimes though, I will put together concepts and like, Oh, I yes. need to look at this or look at that or, Oh, this connects. So exactly. So, that's, yeah. yeah, that's the key. I wouldn't worry, Candice, you have a very healthy <laughs> face. I think you're okay. I think you're okay. So Tai Chi, so Qigong and Qi coiling are stretching exercises. They're not actually Tai Chi, but they work harmoniously with Tai Chi. So in Tai Chi, and we, we are, all of our moves, we never lose sight of our hands because it's a martial art. But you can't stretch your arms behind you if you can't lose sight of your hands, right? It's like, oh, I can't do that. I gotta go here. So they're separate things. So Qigong and Qi coiling are two forms of stretching exercises. My favorite, when you guys get to the videos, my favorite is Qi Coiling. Qi Gung is a, a, the, a great way to start because it involves standing still. So you can do it in a chair. Because basically it's a lot, and I do explain it on the video, but it's a lot of holding the ball, which is like holding a basketball. And it's the ball of energy. And you're learning to feel and understand this ball of energy. And basically it's stretching up and stretching behind you. And it's just a very, and you can do it sitting in a chair, sitting on a stool. So it's great for anyone you know there is a reverse breath we do when we breathe in we breathe in and our chest comes out and when we breathe out our chest goes in and our stomach sticks out so i always tell people this is not a lululemon class you are not going to look pretty while you're doing this but you are going to be healthy so there is no you know you can't you know be in front of a mirror watching to see if anything's sticking out because i'm going to say soften those shoulders hunch that back stick that stomach out right not all the time, but for the qigong and qi coiling. So um, it's wonderful and it's easy to do. So yes, watch the videos. They're on my YouTube channel. 
Um, if you follow me on social media, I, I put little fun videos up all the time. But yeah, Qigong and Qigong, that's the best place for people to start. And then they can find me from there and ask questions and I can just answer questions. Yeah, it's great. So awesome. So if somebody needed to ask you some questions, where can they get a hold of you? And of course, I'll put links, but where, where can yeah. we find you? The best part, well, you can hunt me down on social media, just Chi Pro Sam. I'm all over the place. Or the best place is to go to my website, chiprosam.com, because I have a contact page and you can just send me a note. And one of the drop downs is, you know, Tai Chi question. So you can send me a question from there. That's going to give me your name, your email, and I'm going to reach out to you from there. So, and then we'll start a conversation. Because even if, say, someone's watching this and they're down in Florida, and they don't want to do online because they're really, you know, that's not my thing. I don't want to take your online course, Sam. No problem. Let's talk about what you should be looking for an instructor. So if I know a little bit about your health, where you are, then that can get you connected with someone that can teach you. So I, I want people to learn it the right way. It's so important to me that people learn it the right way because you incorrectly, you can overexert yourself. And I do not want that. Yang style will never do that if it's taught correctly. So yeah, so the website's the best place and lots of fun, free things on the website too. So go there and grab all the goodies. I tell people, go grab all the free stuff. Hey guys, quick announcement, but I'm very excited to say that I have a little addition to my website. I now offer a weekly date selection blog that is available only through subscription on my website at fengshuibycandice.com. So in my opinion, one of the missing components in doing feng shui is actually timing. And I found that in implementing date and time selection, I'm actually able to get a better result for when I make my feng shui adjustments. So uh, what I do is I take the best days each week and I you know note them and I talk about what activities to do, the act what activities to avoid, the animal signs that clash, the lucky animal signs, the lucky directions for the day, as well as special information such as days that are good to do feng shui activations and even the areas you can activate within your space. So um, this also gives you access to the monthly dates uh, a week ahead of time. So if you'd like to learn more about feng shui and the connection to date selection, you can go to my website at fengshuibycandice.com and this also will get you access to the private Facebook group in which I pop on to give a little information and even teach a little bit. So um, today, as I record this, is what's called a heavenly pardon day. And um, there is only a few throughout the year. So if you wanna know what a heavenly pardon day is, as well as how to use it, and when the next one is, coming up very soon in January, you go to my website at functionalbycandice.com and subscribe. learn more about feng shui and Chinese metaphysics, don't forget to go to my website at fengshuibycandice.com and also to check out that date selection of subscription if you are interested. If you'd like to support the podcast in other ways, be sure to leave a review and share it with your family and friends.